Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive mcdonald's but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you mcdonald's breakfast still hot in the bag appreciate you there's a deal for every morning now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks prices and participation may vary single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Vane. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues. Happy Friday, friends. Welcome to Live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Vane. How is everybody doing today? Look at everybody in the studio already. My goodness. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. Oh, Jennifer, how are you, sweetie? Um, who else is here? Who else is here? Let me just fix my screen. Can everybody see me okay? Yeah, there we go. Had to shift the world a little. <laughs> All right, guys, it's Friday. It's my favorite day of the week. I get to be with you guys, and uh, we have a really great show today. Uh, first, I want to tell you guys, as always, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, make sure you sign in, say hello. You can ask questions. Uh, we're now on the Little Bear Sanctuary Facebook, and we're on the Goldilocks Productions YouTube. So those are the places you can find us. And if you miss a show, um, obviously, we are on demand in those two places. Plus, you can find uh, the actual video program on the Little Bear Sanctuary website, as well as the Little Bear Sanctuary YouTube. And of course, we're podcast on every major podcast station. 
Uh, I wanted to tell everybody a big thank you uh, to everybody who wished me happy birthday. Tuesday was my birthday. Uh, it was a nice, relaxing day for a change. And uh, Randy got to stay home with me. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got to actually relax. And uh, and that was really nice. Just adjusting my headphones here. All right. A really big thank you to everybody who donated to my birthday fundraiser for Little Bear Sanctuary. Um, we are about, last I checked, we're $400 away from gold, which is amazing. Uh, we we are very close to the uh, $5,000 total that we were looking for. Uh, as, as you guys know, we have rescued, oh gosh, I lost count, 21 pigs since December of 2020. Did I get that right? 17. Yeah. 2021 pigs. Crazy, right? A lot of them are babies. So uh, the fund is mostly to spay and neuter everybody. And, uh, and yeah, you guys are so generous. I really appreciate everybody's kind words and, uh, and, and the donations. Uh, Love you guys. You guys really, um, you guys made my day. Thank you guys so much. Um, and, and still not got two days left of the fundraiser. So we're on Facebook. Uh, you find us on our Facebook page. If you're friends with me, it'll be there. And uh, on our website at littlebearsanctuary.org, uh, on, the, on the website, it's the Spay and Neuter fundraiser. And of course, you guys know there's a ton of different ways that you can donate to us. So yeah, I am going to shift my notes here. We're going to get right to my guest today. All right. So today's guest, um, he is one of the few, if not the only, humane wildlife uh, relocation expert that I know of. Uh, he's right here in Florida. And, and what I mean by that is that he will come to your house or your property and he will humanely remove any of those pesky uh, critters that uh, might be hiding in your attic or running around on your property. Uh, he is also, he's known as the the wildlife whisperer. And uh, uh, let's welcome to the studio, Mr. Ned Brua. Uh, Ned just disappeared. <laughs> All right. Uh, there he is. Hey, Ned, how are you? I'm wonderful, birthday boy. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So uh, tell everybody about your, uh, your, what you do. Um, I chase squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're a bunny hugger too. A little bit of a bunny hugger. Started that at a young, young age. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize the way I was being raised would bring me to this point in life and being called a bunny hugger in a derogatory way. Yeah. Uh, over the years, finally, it's it's a compliment. I think it's a great compliment. <laughs> I'm a bunny hugger, so I totally get it. Um, you sent me this amazing bio, by the way, which it's probably one of the most uh, um, well written bios I've received on the show. Like it's, I would, I it's like a it's like a mini novel. I love it. You, sh- you should write a book. You think I ever think about writing a book? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. You sent me some great stuff. So you grew up in Wisconsin. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My uh, folks had a uh, one-room schoolhouse that doubled as a town hall. The backyard was a graveyard in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin, actually Hebron, out in the boondocks, about seven and a half miles. Yeah. And... Uh, my first wildlife mission involved chipmunks and getting bitten in the forehead and rabbits of all things. Tell me about that. Well, how did it all, how did it all start? Well, as a sportsman and being raised around guns and so forth, I was really excited to get my first uh, Kmart 410 junior model. And (laughs) I was finally able to go out and shoot targets with it as soon as I could raise it up and aim it at the angel within 2.3 seconds. However, he came up with that. And we went rabbit hunting. And I went to pull the trigger after a long, long time of us out in the woods weekend after weekend and not seeing a single bunny. And he says, Ned, think about it. 
do you really want to kill that animal and eat it? Or do you want to let them flourish? Because we don't get to enjoy them around here. And I, I had no idea how that was going to impact me. Yeah, that's definitely a life-changing moment. Totally, totally. Yeah. Along with the chipmunk. Uh, the chipmunk hit <laughs> me in the forehead. Yeah, I, was re- I got a chuckle out of that. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't fun at the time. <laughs> well, I, I had chipmunks burrowing into grave sites in yeah. the backyard or the cemetery. And my father said they're desecrating those graves. Uh, you need to get rid of the chipmunks. And yep. a month later, he said, you're not doing your job. They're still in there desecrating those veterans' graves. You're not doing your job. Hmm. And anyway, he taught me about how to use hardware cloth or woven wire to hmm. lay it across the grave site and add dirt on top of it because most of the graves were sunken. They were old. And that made it so that the chipmunks couldn't burrow into the graves anymore. Then he took me up to the chicken coop and we unearthed a little bit on the side of the chicken coop to expose where he had buried metal to keep out the badgers and everything else that was going after my childhood friends, the chickens. So I had no idea that I'd be teaching other people that, employees and the general public years later. That's amazing. Um, I know you had a show for a little bit, Uh, The Skunk Whisperer. Ned Ruha, the skunk whisperer. I'm animal cruelty planet. Animal cruelty planet. No, not all media oh, sources. Uh. <laughs> not all media sources care about animals. They care about drama. They care yes. about making money. Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, it, it, the best time in my life, where what should have been, was. Yeah was the worst they wanted me to sacrifice my integrity for cash and it it, i kicked all three production companies out of oklahoma it took them three and a half plus years to shoot one series uh one season yikes some of the coolest things i ever did in my entire life with animals and reuniting owls and all kinds of really cool stuff thankfully will never be aired on their network. Wow. Thankfully. Yeah. I, I couldn't wait for it to get off air. I I just, they said, Ned, one of the names for your show that we're thinking about is Nedication. They said, you're going to be the new Steve Irwin, Oki Irwin. And then they introduced drama when they showed up on ground. My yeah. entertainment attorney and I looked at the contract, tried to figure it out, but in the end, they did exactly what they wanted. And you don't want to tick off a producer with a camera and uh, all of the rights to the final edit because they put words in my mouth that I never said in that same context. They took yeah. footage from three years prior and used it with my back to the camera uh. and made it took everything out of context. Yeah. Um, it was I horrible. It was embarrassing. I imagine that gets done a lot probably in these TV. Uh, oh, people have reality no shows. Idea. Yeah. 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 I never knew what a reality TV show was until I had one. And it made yeah. me want to bomb. And back then, like 2011, right? Yeah. So that's right about the time frame when uh, Steve Irwin passed away. So they were trying to figure out what to do. And... Yeah. Uh, When I spoke with Marty Stauffer, uh, he had the PBS series on uh, 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 Wild America. I said, what do I do? And he said, I mean, Animal Planet, that's great. That's great. But what neither of us knew at that time frame was that they were going to go a totally different route. Uh, The only place I would ever comprehend doing a show again is PBS. PBS, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's funny. We, we are, we just signed a contract a few months ago with a production company. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, where that goes. They, uh, so far it seems on the up and up, it's but I can totally, what... I can totally see already where, um, it's important to, uh, for them to, 
have a interesting story. I'm trying to be nice since we're under contract. <laughs> so yeah. it's, My advice. Uh, but they've been actually, they've been really great. Um, yeah. With any advice you would give me, I would love it. Lawyer um, up. Lawyer up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been interesting. We'll see. It might never happen, but it's been an interesting process so far. Um, yeah. So, uh, so tell me a little bit more. What was, tell me, tell me about, uh, some of your rescues. I know recently you helped my friend Monica with, uh, some critters in her, in her yeah, attic. So it's just doing some preventative work to button up a home. Yeah. Um, I'd say a good, uh, large portion of what I do down here is going to be rats, bats, and raccoons. Uh, and then next would probably be iguanas and osprey. Um, I really had to learn to appreciate rats a lot more yeah. when I got down here because a big chunk of my work is rat-proofing homes. I, I imagine. Yeah. Out, yeah, I get animals out and I keep them out through proper repairs. I do not trap. I do not kill. I do not relocate. And I do not poison. So what's yeah. that leave? Uh, kind of like a glorified handyman <laughs> tied piper. So all the babies, <laughs> all the families are. Kept I thought together. you relocated, so I'm learning too. So, so you don't relocate. You just sort of like give them a proper place to live. How does that work? The proper, the proper place has been repeatedly proven is their current existing environment. All animals want is three things: food, water and shelter. I go in and take away the shelter and I address the food. I yeah. manipulate the mothers through a self-talk method to take the babies in their mouths one by one and relocate them on their own accord. So oh, interesting. For, wow. for example, rats, they have babies just like everybody else. And down here in Florida, they have babies year round. Yep. So being able to manipulate mom to pull those babies out and relocate them is really important down here in Florida because the way the roof structure is, you can barely yeah. get into most Florida attics. It's that's true. My nose can't my nose can't fit in there. So <laughs> proper repairs is what it's all about. So I when I started out years and years ago, twenty years ago, I thought I was going to be a redneck. With, uh, with a trap and a truck and be a gun for hire, rip the fur off the animal, sell the fur and feed the meat to my dog. Things really quickly changed. <laughs> really quickly. I, yeah. I, I never in a million years when I started out, if you'd have told me where I was going to be at now in my life and being a vegan, I, 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 I would have said you're, you're full of baloney. <laughs> I was going to ask if you were vegan. I'm happy to hear that you're vegan. It is interesting. I started dabbling with uh, being vegetarian when I moved to Tulsa from Wisconsin. I mm -hmm. uh, went to Lowe's, the first Lowe's store I've ever been in, and they had a subway right next to it. And when I go out to eat, I want to try something I've never tried before. And I said, what do you like, ma'am? And she goes, I'm not vegetarian or vegan, but I really love this uh, veggie patty. I said, all right, I'll try two of those in a foot long, please. And I fell in love with them. Yeah. So I didn't find out until about two years ago that they are actually, uh, they're not vegan, they're vegetarian. Because they do have casein in them. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you have to start somewhere, but yeah, I didn't want yeah. to patronize the cattle industry and meat industry and poultry and egg industry. So uh, I had a client who turned into my webmaster and I turned around after wildlife proofing her ranch and bought her ranch because I know it was wildlife proof. Yeah. And I started raising my own chickens and turkey and ducks and goats. And I went and bought the 50 to $150 uh, dairy reject calves yep. uh, because uh, bulls don't produce milk and free martins are 
uh, it's a female where it was a there was a male and a female in the embryo at the same time frame and they were twins so they don't produce milk and there's a possibility that they're never going to breed so they dispose of them as well yeah. i bottle raised these guys so i knew what i was eating and yeah. long story short i just proved to myself that it was not sustainable in any way shape or form yeah to raise me I, yep. i'm looking at my gorgeous property and i was like i could feed so many more people with this acreage and not be raping other acreage to produce grain and uh, hay and everything I'm being forced to truck in here yep. to feed these animals. Yeah. Did I save a lot of money? Yeah. Did I get to eat something that I knew that it was treated well every single day and the animals had the best life full of enrichment and love? Yes but it's not sustainable. Yeah. And everybody said, how can you go and eat these friends that you scratch their head until they touch the ground in submission every single day during enrichment hour. I had every single night for my food animals. And I said, it, meat doesn't grow on the shelf. So many folks don't, they, they take that for granted. So moved down to here to Florida. I placed my babies into a huge chest freezer, got a generator, moved down here. And I said, as soon as I'm uh, done with them, I'm going vegetarian and going vegan was just one step further. And yeah. now I'm slowly replacing flip flops and anything else that has leather on it and well, going that yeah. route. Yeah. I could never go back. Going vegan changed my life. It saved my life with high cholesterol. Yeah. I had a stroke over six plus years ago. And wow. the doctor said it has nothing to do with what you're eating. I mm. proved them otherwise. Yeah, they, uh, times are changing. I think doctors uh, have some catching up to do, though. Some of them. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so really fascinating uh it i i can't imagine uh i can't imagine you know going through that and having to uh uh make those decisions uh especially when you're uh raising some beautiful animals and and i'm, I'm sure looking back that must have been really difficult for you and uh but i'm so happy that you made the connection and um, thank you for that. And, and I love what you're doing with uh, with the furry critters. Uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, some of the stuff you do. So I know you're relocating them, sort of, but not really. Sort of, but not really. Yeah. Is there um, like a... Usually, usually with clients, I have to explain the process at least four or five times because they just <laughs> cannot comprehend a real life Pied Piper. Yeah, <laughs> and I've yeah. just been explaining that lately just simply because there's really no other way to explain it. Yeah. If your house has a hundred holes in it and they're the let's say you have raccoons, and I'm excited because just now I secured three raccoon projects and I haven't been able to work with raccoons for at least two months. So Pretend you have a raccoon and there's a hundred holes in the house and they're only using one of them. I'm going to plug up those 99 holes. I'm going to properly repair them. No foam, no ugly repairs, professional repairs to the exterior of the building. Yeah. Then I'm going to start gently harassing the mother and you always have to assume that unless you have some undercarriage camera where I can see nipples or yeah. otherwise, um, yeah. that there's babies in the attic. And just because you go into the attic and search forever does not mean that they're not hiding out in the socket and fascia where nobody can inspect without destroying the home. Yeah. So I start gently harassing mom and letting her know that 
she's not welcome there anymore. And when I feel as though the house is all buttoned up and she can't walk around the corner and hop in the other side by ripping out a soffit or a roof vent. I have one right now. I start on Monday where she tore the top of the Spanish tile roof apart. I have never in 20 years seen something like this. I'm yikes. I feel bad for the homeowner, but I love seeing the power of animals and love working with real smart ladies like this one. Oh, they've tried trapping. They've tried repairs. They have, she has gone back and ripped holes everywhere in the house trying to get back to her baby. And I'm going in there without a cape, but basically (laughs) being the hero with the same function. So um, manipulating her to pull them out in her mouth uh, hopefully we'll be able to capture it on, uh, uh, the home security system cameras Yeah, because I don't have a film crew following me around anymore. And, uh, <laughs> That's probably else, a good thing, right? <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. You just wait. They're going to say, we're going to follow you around with cameras and yeah. you won't even know we're here. <laughs> it's already happened. It's already happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm glad because oh, you're going to make me cry, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> even even with even with my show, yeah, my message still got across to a lot of people. Oh, I'm extremely good. embarrassed that I went through it and I was associated with Animal Cruelty Planet. But uh, getting the message across Sorry, in Planet some way, shape, or form at least helps not only homeowners. But the animals, I don't yeah. know what your project is about, but I do know that you have an incredible, incredible mission that the world should see. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. It's, um, it's uh, you know, it's about rescue and farm animals. So uh, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I don't want to make you cry. I'll have to. I'll have to I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm, I, uh, I, uh, I'll have to catch your series. I'll have to watch it on, uh, I think I think it's still available, right, to watch? Um, little tiny clips here and there. I think I my attorney and I have gotten rid of most of it. I have access to it all the time through yeah. Amazon when it was on Amazon. Um, but I I think that they received so much flack from me every time that they do air it, that they're just not going to air it anymore. (laughs) And I I, I like that. (laughs) Well, at least you ended up with control of it at the end, right? Oh, oh, easy control. When you hand out the direct private cell phone numbers and home numbers to oh Marjorie and all the discovery and animal planets, uh, uh, homes and, and cell phones and all of the head executives. Oh yeah. You get liked really well. And you ended up, and you end up getting edited really well too. Oh goodness. Well, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> in case I need to. <laughs> Oh gosh. The point being is we have hearts that we've learned over the years to help animals and help people help animals. Yeah. In my industry, virtually nobody cares if I came in with a flamethrower and killed all of the animals. But once or twice a year do I get somebody who cares about the animal that I'm getting out and keeping out forever. It's a rare opportunity. Yeah, I can um, imagine. When, when, when I get those calls, God, I mean, somebody who appreciates, truly appreciates what I do, that, yeah. that's, that's wonderful. Most people hire me simply because it's the best bang for the buck. They've never heard something so insane in their life. <laughs> seen the warranty associated with it and that it's going to cost them less in the short run and the long run. Yeah. Addressing this, repeatedly addressing the symptom instead of the problem itself 
it, it, it's like just singing there's a hole in the bucket dear liza dear liza all day every day yeah yeah we um we have a lot of critters here but i feel it's i feel we have our own ecosystem out here mm-hmm. so we've, we've got the mice but we've got the snakes and we've got the raccoons and i, I need some bats though can you hook me up with some bats Bats are um, hit and miss around here. Yeah. Uh, the last time I worked with bats was about a year ago in Naples, a massive uh, box store that it's a household name. And they had had bats 15 plus years. And it took boom trucks and a big crew of guys to go and seal up the entire place. Um, God, I, I love working with bats. But yeah. I just don't see them as much here as I did in Oklahoma. Um, The best way to attract bats is putting up a good quality bat house in the right place at the right. Yeah. I hear the right place in the right. Yeah. Tell me where, where is that? Um, I I have a really nice bat house, but I think it's a bachelor bat house, right? There's different types. Um, yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been reading. I, don't know. <laughs> so, um, I prefer, I, I will not install bat houses on anybody, uh, anybody's property unless it is on their house. And I will not do it unless it has been bat proof. That sounds like a sales pitch, but if you invite them, they're going to come. And yeah. If you have a bat house, so many people will go and put a bat house up on the peak, right at the very peak of their, their roof line. Yeah. And then they're surprised when it fills up with bats and they fly around the corner and hop into their attic. Yeah, I would imagine. So putting a bat house out when you have bats in the attic is like trying to take the keys away from somebody who drives a paid off Mercedes and give them the keys to a rusty backfiring Volkswagen and tell them that they have payments now. It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I would, I, I still haven't installed mine, but I would imagine I'd put it in a tree somewhere. I mean, we're on 30 acres. Um, the problem with trees and telephone poles is going to be them swaying back and forth. Oh, um, telephone okay. poles and power poles, you have the uh, vibration from the electricity going through the lines, and sometimes it's strong enough that you can actually grab a hold or hug the pole and feel the vibration. And the yeah. bats don't need those either. But right. if, you have a dead, if you have a dead tree or an unused post um, yep. that's rock solid, the higher up, the better. But oh, that's what I thought, the higher up, yeah. Yeah, um, but if you have to put them in a tree, do it. All you can do is all you can do. Yeah. Yeah, we're just thinking about it for mosquito control and, you know. Um, I always say to put them outside of a barn, uh, right outside the barn. But the problem there is if a baby baby falls or you have chickens out there or anything else, if the baby falls and you don't catch it, then your animals are going to be exposed to them and possibly gobble them up. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Now I have a lot to think about. <laughs> so do you do, do you work with alligators at all? Um, I don't work with alligators a whole lot other yeah. than because the way Florida operates is they have one person or company per County that is authorized to work with alligators. Now, I know that. Um, when it, I say work with alligators, after they reach a certain length, they can't be relocated. They, yep. They're killed. Yeah. And under that length, they won't relocate them. They say it's not big enough yet to do anything. I'm the one who receives the calls all the time. Yeah. And I try to educate people as I always do. Do I make a dime spending hours on the phone each week trying to educate people about this animal situation and that one? No, but explaining to a property owner with an alligator in a lake that like calm down here and just wait time <laughs> or yeah. what have you is, yeah, we're, we're in Florida. We have alligators here. 
Yeah. <laughs> if, if you have a small pet or something else, you might want to put You might want to think of something if your HOA doesn't allow a pet. called invisible pet. There's always a way to take care of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, answer is always kill, 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 trap, relocate. And they think relocating is humane. Whereas research yeah. done by a big box driving a particular color uh, truck, uh, they paid for research where they went and relocated squirrels. And they thought squirrels. research was to prove that relocation was good for the animal. Within hmm. two weeks, all of those squirrels got pushed out, shoved out, and starved out. So relocation, the only animal that feels good about relocation is the person paying for it. <laughs> that, it's a well said. Story. Yeah. So, do I relocate things sometimes? Sometimes I have to. I prefer to relocate it onto that particular property, which is mm -hmm. what has to be done. What does that look like? Let's say, because I know with like, let's say rats, for instance, because I know people are probably thinking, okay, what's he going to do with these rats once he gets them out of the attic? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what I use is basically a check valve. It's a door that once it opens, yep. it closes behind them and they can't get back in. Now, that sounds like an easy process, but I have to it's it's tricky and all the animals behave totally different they all have different personalities snakes have different personalities and people don't understand these things yeah. but once i get the feel for the particular animals that i'm working with at a client's property i start the manipulation process and i leave that door open giving mom a chance to take your babies out okay after i feel comfortable I close that door down so that if she's still in there, she can exit. But when she comes back to see if she can move her babies back in again, she can't get back in. Then I remove that check valve and do the repair in that last area. So, so where did the rats go? Yeah. It's the exact same place that they already have alternative food, water, and shelter. Some people just, they, they can't comprehend it. They want to put poison out or they want to track yeah. in addition. And I'm like, you just want to spend more money? Doesn't my guarantee and having the animal right outside your door, possibly walking up and checking all my alterations, does that give you security? <laughs> Knowing that that fix it for free, they get back in? Like, that makes sense. Yeah. The best tool in my toolbox is that animal that I just picked out of their home. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Um, tell me a memorable, what's your most memorable re saving of a, call it saving the animals? Um, I'm going to probably say two different things. When I was filming with Animal Cruelty Planet, um, there was a homeowner who contacted me, said that they had uh, owls in the socket of their home that they were building with babies. And with the approval of Oklahoma Game Wardens, who just love me like a sharp stick in the forehead, um, <laughs> I was allowed to build a makeshift shelter for them right next to the hole in the soffit and take the babies out manually, close up that soffit, mm -hmm. and on camera, mom came to feed these guys and taught them how to fly. She never abandoned them. Wow. That footage never aired. It, it, it was one of the coolest things I had done because it was a, a federally protected species that Oh, the other is yesterday I was in front of a microphone at an HOA board meeting. A community right down the road from me 
beautiful, ritzy, gated community, and they have iguanas everywhere. And it's a big problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And they're eating all their plants and yeah. so on and so forth. And they were positive that they weren't living on their property. So I met with half of the board members. And within one and a half minutes of stepping, uh, one and a half minutes of being boots on ground, I said, they're living here, here, and here. And if you take this coral rock, this riprap that they're living in, and throw it in along your uh, seawall over here, it's going to drastically increase your fish, fish population by giving them shelter to raise their young and get away from plenty. So that's kind of a win-win. So that doesn't cost you any money other than landscaping that yeah. area. And it's going to improve something else. They're like, you just got here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's super easy. There's iguanas flushing out of there and there's holes all over it. So yeah. all they want is food, water, and shelter. They just yep. got done hinting a bunch of, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm still learning for a plant. I think it's called crocus. They're what is it? Short little plants, really colorful, leafy. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Iguanas were just chewing them down to nubs. Yeah. Said, Don't plant them anymore. Don't plant them. <laughs> that would have been my that would have been my guess, right? Yep. Walked around the corner and I found a massive concrete slab that had a ton of erosion underneath it. And of course, people are thinking that the iguanas caused the erosion. I pointed yeah. out all the water is funneling right to here. Let's take yep. this concrete curb and extend it further over here and put a French drain down to your beach. And that should take care of all this erosion. And let's get a mud jacker in here to jack up this piece of concrete before you lose it. After we just chase the iguanas out. Yeah. So you, the board met yesterday and they're looking at not repeatedly tracking and killing and spending thousands of HOAs dollars killing ever auto replenish iguanas. I, I, yeah. Wow. I didn't make a dime. They were like, what's your ulterior motive? To help save you money and get you on TV for helping the animals and yourself at the same time frame because the media here in Florida and the FWC swear all these iguanas are causing all these issues. Oh gosh, it's every day on TV, right? And it's not the truth. And I yeah. have posts on my Facebook page explaining what exactly is going on with the erosion on seawall. Yeah. Uh, iguanas, uh, they are raping our ecosystem. Um, they're invasive, yeah. They eat hibiscus flowers that only last one or two days. But they also eat eggs and young animals that we need here. But it's not everybody's responsibility to go and wipe them out. If FWC and the media hates them so much, let them let them find it, killing them all. Yeah. I, yeah. I think there's better re- a better way. So. Interesting. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you did <laughs> Florida. If I wasn't vegan, I'd be I'd be serving you uh, iguana kebabs. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's so funny. You, um, my little dog, <laughs> Petey. I got the dogs crying over here. Um, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you know, you. I, I, Florida itself is just an unusual place to live, I guess. Um, and I'm being nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, when you would think here of all places with the wildlife, they'd have their stuff together yeah. and I'm being nice. And uh, oh, gosh, I don't know, Ned, they don't have their stuff I'm together. So excited to move down here to be able to play with other critters. I've never been yeah. exposed to Wisconsin and Oklahoma. Yeah. Alligators, uh, iguanas, the, uh, the massive number of feral uh, 
uh, well, not feral, but uh, Muscovy duck, which I had been dealing with for seven years prior to even moving here um, with a, with Art on the other coast, trying to help them yeah. out too. Um, there are just so many different species here, and I thought for the appreciated wildlife, but you hear every day about osprey nests and eagle nests being shot at or removed because the realtor can't sell the property. Yep. Now, Crazy stuff. Nobody cares about the animals, so I try to talk to people, never letting them know I'm vegan. That's the last yep. thing I want them to That's tell. That's the last thing you want to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to know I'm known as Drew How the Funny Hugger. <laughs> I, I want them to know that they're going to save money with me. And that yeah. is what makes them pay attention. Because yeah. most people don't love animals like us. Right. So if I say I'm Bruja the bunny hugger and I'm here to save your animal, hire me, <laughs> they're going to go, oh, God. No way. It's true. <laughs> it is. It is. Here he comes. <laughs> Here comes the bunny hugger. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on the show today. My dog is like, what do you, Petey, stop. Um, any final thoughts? Anything else you want to share with people? How can people, if, if, if anybody listening wants to uh, make use of your services, I know you have a website. Yeah, um, my website is totalwildlifecontrol.com. Mm-hmm. My phone number on this side of uh, Florida is 239-900-6411. Um, I have a business Facebook page. Uh, just reached 10,000 people, 7,000 of which uh, were there uh, following me even before Animal Cruelty Planet. And let's see. Are there any questions from the viewers? Uh, let me see. I'm like, I'm behind on the posts. Uh, they love that you're the bunny hugger. <laughs> And uh, no question, nobody, anybody got some questions? A lot of vegan stuff. Everybody's happy that you're vegan. Um, Elizabeth, what do you, Elizabeth? Elizabeth is vegan one month now. Yay, Elizabeth. Um, Elizabeth is one of our, um, one of our regulars on the show. Um, we love her and uh, I'm, I'm fantastic, Elizabeth. That's, I'm really happy. Um, well, once again, thanks, Iguanic Ops. Thanks, Ned. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, I'll be I'll be following your adventures. I, I really enjoyed the videos of the uh, of the rats at Monica's house, and uh, <laughs> I hope to see some more fun stuff from you. <laughs> Client confidentiality. Oh, okay. I only said the first name, so. <laughs> Monica, she was probably one of my most favorite clients I've had in a long time. When I love Monica. When doesn't want to have the rats harmed in any way, shape, or form, and I need yep. any amount of discomfort, I, everybody always asks me, they're like, you don't even trap or kill or poison mice or rats. And I'm like, oh, very intelligent animals and they're easy to get to move along. Oh, it, helping Monica was one of the coolest projects I have done in my entire career. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a lot of fun. I love her. She's, um, she's quite the activist. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friend, uh, we will talk again, I hope, and uh, good luck with your adventures, and I'll be sure to be careful uh, with Animal Planet <laughs> and um, <laughs> Animal Cruelty Planet, <laughs> and uh, have a great weekend. Mega dittos. Thank you, sir. Uh, thanks, Ned. <laughs> oh, that was fun.
All right. I'm going to take my headphones off. There we go. Makes it easier for me. It was hard to hear Ned. And one of my dogs is whining. I don't, I think it's Petey. Petey. He's good. He's just in the other room. So Elizabeth, oh my God, vegan a month. I, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. That's really amazing. Uh, I know uh, if, if you've been watching regularly, we're finally going to get to our 21 day vegan challenge, all thanks to Elizabeth. Uh, and uh, we have a <clears throat> our pre-show. I got to change my paperwork here. <laughs> when is our pre-show? I think it's March 29th. Don't hold me to it. March March 26th, Friday, March 26th. We're going to do a pre-show for our 21-day plant-based vegan challenge. And uh, that's going to give everybody time to... Um, Download paperwork, look at the websites, recipes, uh, give us a, uh, a chance to just talk about how to prepare for the 21 days. So that's going to be March 26th. And then April 2nd, we'll all start. And uh, I, I'm going to do it based on a Whole Foods plant-based diet. Uh, but... I want, you know, any whatever's easier, you know, if, if you're thinking about going vegan, if you, um, I hope you'll at least try 21 days. It's, it's, it's so easy to do, but if you're not vegan yet, and if you, if you want to give it a try, you know, I'm going to give you guys, uh, everything you need to be successful. And if you don't want to do the whole foods plant-based and you prefer to buy, you know, stuff like, um, Beyond Burgers and and uh, the uh, meat alternatives, you know, we'll we'll talk about that too. I uh, really want to make it easy for everybody, and I think um, affordability too, you know, depending on your budget, will will have uh, um, options for every budget. And I think the Whole Foods is probably the lowest. Uh, uh, the lowest and easiest budget to do and also available globally. Uh, Cause a lot of these uh, products um, like just egg and uh, gosh, even beyond burgers are not available everywhere. So um, we'll definitely have options and, and, uh, and <clears throat> stuff for every budget. Uh, I ended last week. I ran out of time, but I was showing you guys I was doing some show and tell and uh, I got a whole bunch of questions because I know I breezed through it. So I sort of ended with my with my tofu press. <laughs> and listen, guys, this is so funny. Um, and I, I've said this so many times that I don't like tofu. And uh, Randy has been driving me crazy to buy a tofu press. And you can, you know... It's basically a gadget like this. This is one of the fancier ones. And um, this has clips here on the side. I'll show you this really quick. And what you do is you put your block of tofu in here. Now this comes off. And um, there's a spring in here. And what you do is, where's the, no, I didn't bring that. I got to separate it. It's stuck. There we go. So this sits in here. So this little piece, you put your tofu in there. And you guys can see there's holes in it. And that, that sits in this base with the spring. Put your tofu in there. And then you put this solid piece on top like that. And then you squeeze it down and you put these clips on. And what it does is it squishes all the water out of the tofu. And then you just literally, you just pour it out. And um, the longer you leave it in here, the drier the tofu becomes. And I always used to do it where, um, you know, you take two plates and you can put some heavy books on it. And that's sort of uh, uh, the free version of, of this. And I never, I never liked the results. You know, I, I tried so many different ways to 
you know, like tofu tacos and really tried to get that tofu to taste decent. And I could never do it. And, and Randy, he's, he loves, he's such a big, uh, he's, he's, he's like the scientist in the kitchen. He'll make the, the different faux meats like from scratch. And, uh, and he, he kept driving me crazy for a tofu press. So I finally got this tofu press and, and guys, it has, I, it has changed my life with tofu. I could not believe the difference using a tofu press and getting out all the water and how the texture is different. It doesn't, um, uh, I mean, if you've ever worked with tofu and you're one of those people like me who like the texture would bother you, this was life-changing. I can't believe what a difference it made. Uh, uh, We had General Tso's, tofu the other night and it was the best tofu I've ever had in my life. And I I could not believe the difference with using a tofu press. I mean, it's totally blown my world with tofu. (laughs) How crazy is that? (laughs) So I highly recommend, you know, consider getting a tofu press, man. What? They've, they've totally, totally blown my mind at how different the, the tofu tastes, you know, after you marinate it, of course, um, once you've properly taken the water out. And I never thought I would say that, but I am a tofu fan finally. <laughs> so yeah, gosh, isn't that crazy? So yeah, again, it's just like it squeezes the water out of the tofu, but um, does it a lot better than when you put it between you know, two plates and you put heavy weights on it. It never really gets the water out. Well, this definitely does. Um, so yeah, this is, this has hope opened up a whole new world for me. And I know Randy's really happy. So yeah, funny things, tofu press, who, who would have ever thought? So that, that was my excitement this week. It's the little things in life, right? Gosh. Uh Tofu press. Oh, you know, Gloria, I will send you a tofu press. Absolutely. I can't believe you guys don't have. I will send you a tofu press, Gloria. We will. uh, I'll reach out to you after the show. Hey, Monica, we were talking about you. Were you here? Did you hear us? Are your ears ringing? (laughs) We were we were uh, loving hearing about the uh, your family of rats. And uh, I think it's great uh, how uh, Ned was able to move them and exciting stuff. I, I was really great having him on the show. Uh, I learned a lot, man. I had no idea. Um, so, yeah, tofu presses. Gosh. A um, couple other things. We were talking about coffee creamers last week. And I was, um, you know, I, I showed you like uh, silk really does make the best coffee creamers because it's all about tofu and coffee creamers, right guys? I mean, what else is there in life? I I know I can't, I can't do it on my coffee and, and this is, I'm not going to give up coffee for the challenge. So um, Silk has an oatmeal cookie coffee creamer that tastes just like oatmeal cookies. It's crazy. And I'm not a big, I'm not, a sugar coffee drinker, but this was really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm saving like all my stuff so I can do show and tell with you guys. So this is what I always use. It's the silk original. It's a, it's a soy creamer. And this is really one of my favorite options. I, I mean, I can't, I can't not have this in the house. I, I use this every single day with my coffee. Um, it's got uh, one gram of sugar, which is basically nothing and it's and it and it works great. I've tried every single coffee creamer on the market. Uh I really highly recommend you guys try this. Um especially if you're a coffee drinker like me. It's it's a really great alternative. And I sort of touched on this, which I was really surprised. Um Nut Pods has an oat creamer, zero sugar. And it's, it comes in a small container 
and get the reflection. Nut pods. So this is in the non-refrigerated section. It's You can find it with the coffee. It's with like the non-dairy creamers, the supposed non-dairy creamers that contain casein, which basically is milk. So these little guys, they come in all different flavors. So they're vanilla. Um, they got a whole different uh, selection. They're really good. And, um, you know, I've been looking for a zero sugar creamer for my coffee for the longest time. And I'm actually really surprised. I, I've, again, I've tried them all. They all, they all have this, gosh, I can't describe this really terrible aftertaste and it doesn't cream the coffee. Like it doesn't turn the coffee that nice color that I look for. And I know a lot of you guys look for, um, this, um, shockingly zero sugar, um, was pretty good. One of the better uh, zero sugar creamers that I found. It's a little bit more on the expensive side. Um, this little thing cost as much as this big thing, but uh, I really, um, I was, I was impressed. Uh, so when they're buy one, get one free is when I usually stock up on these. Uh, definitely, you know, if, if this is, if, if you're new to coffee creamers, if you're still using dairy, you know, it's time to give up the dairy and uh, I, I would say go with this first. Everybody I know loves this. If you like sweet, they have a vanilla version. Um, you won't even need to add sugar. Um, if you're just giving up the half and half, I wouldn't recommend going right to this because you're really going to notice the difference. So uh, I highly recommend trying the Silk Original first. And... Um, you know, like they have a vanilla and um, the oatmeal cookie one. Geez, so good. Really sweet though, but it tastes like oatmeal cookies. I mean, what could be better than that in your coffee? Such exciting stuff. To tofu presses and coffee creamer. Truly the most important uh, part of any plant-based kitchen. And, uh, and again, yeah, oh my gosh, guys, life-changing. And I've been vegan for 11 years, life-changing, a damn tofu press. Who would have ever thought? So <laughs> one other thing, a lot of people were asking me about, you know, there are, I, I, I've lost count of how many plant-based milks are available now in the supermarket. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, no matter where you live, I know that there is a, a non dairy alternative. You might not have a bigger, as big a selection as some places, uh, but I know Chobani, um, I think within the last six months, they've put out a, a, a actually a really large selection of milk. Um, and this one, um, they do a, this extra clean, creamy Chobani oat milk. I, I'm like in love with oat milk. I, I like, I, I used to do a lot of coconut milk um, never was a big almond milk person, but I know a lot of people who like it. You know, I, I, I don't think I've had a bad tasting um, non-dairy alternative in the milk section, but I, I love the Giovanni oat milks. They've got um, this extra creamy, which is my favorite. Uh, they, they're doing a sugar-free one now. They have a vanilla one. Everybody's got a vanilla alternative. Um, great on cereal. Love it. This one with the extra, the extra creamy, awesome for baking. You'd never know the difference. Uh, so if you're a baker like me and, uh, and just in veganizing recipes, which we'll talk about on the next show. Um, another thing that I love to do is just, and what I love about being vegan is take, taking old recipes and turning them, uh, turning them vegan. It's actually a lot of fun. And, uh, and I'll give you some secrets to that. Um, so yeah, we're at the end of the show already. So quick. Uh, <clears throat> my guest next week is a uh, personal trainer, Renee Eckberg. Uh, I'm excited to, uh, have her on the show. Hopefully she <laughs> won't have us exercising, but, um, I'm looking forward to talking to her next week. And, uh, you know, you guys, uh, if you have any questions, you guys know how to reach me, Instagram, Facebook, email, uh, Two more days left to my birthday fundraiser, $400 short. If you guys could spare some money, we, we'd love to, to make that uh, 
make that happen. But but either, either way, thank you guys so much for your generosity. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. You guys really made my day. Um, I love you guys. Remember, peace begins on your plate. Have a good weekend. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.